Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Build Muscle and Burn Fat podcast. Now, I would like to say I'm kind of shifting the story with today's podcast because if you've been following me for a little while now, we've been following stories of and progresses of how you may lose fat. I've shifted a little bit towards now, how do you train to build muscle? But right now, I'm going to change today to, are you overtraining? training too much or are you actually exercising too much in a week now this was very prevalent because i started to look back at all the times myself as a personal trainer i'd meet one or two people i'll meet the person who's never exercised in their life and most of them actually fail because they believe that they need to train too much then i'd meet the person who is exercising too much and done it for a long period of time but not getting any progress so this is going to benefit both people and I've got a, my trusty little notepad of all the things I wanted to mention for you guys. Because this one is quite an important one. Because like anything what we do, we get really excited and we want to implement it straight away. And we want to do it every single day. But there's always going to be that sweet spot where you're going to benefit a little bit more by doing it correctly and slowly. Now I can think of the top of my head at least one story where I've met one guy who's 130 kilos He's put on those 35 kilos in the last three years. And it kind of goes into another story and another lesson where he kept saying that he knew what he was doing, but wasn't taking action. So to know and not know is to not do. Or to know and not do means to not know. But that's besides the point. We're talking to this person and he said, you know what, every single day I used to walk 10 kilometers. 10 kilometers, that's a lot. Do you still do it? He goes, no, no, no. I said, well, why don't we just start because you haven't trained in three years and let's just start with the minimal amount to help you still get results so we just train four days a week and we'll work on your nutrition and yeah no no on top of that i'm always going to walk 10 kilometers well that makes no sense you're going to be training for 45 minutes per day you'll be walking for another hour and a half every single day where is your time to rest this is why i'm talking about exercising too much is actually bad for you and maybe you think to yourself, if I did a little bit and I got some good results, surely if I did more, I'm getting more results. From 12 years of training and 12 years of being a trainer, trying to fast forward the progress has never worked for anybody long term. Of course, there's some people who are in that top bracket where they're really consistent and they need to push it a little bit harder to get those results. But if you were that person, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. You're here to listen because we're teaching you, or I'm here to teach you, sustainable, long-term techniques to help you have a great lifestyle and relationship with food. So today I'm gonna to teach you what things you need to look out for. Because I've got another person I can think of on top of my head that I used to train back in the day where it came a little bit almost dangerous because she was a mother of three and she didn't really know what she was doing, but she questioned everything I did. And I don't mean it in a nice way. She just kind of threw it to the side. Now, Sean, you don't know what you're doing. And to give you a bit of context, knee injuries. And I said to her, hey, look, we need to look after you long-term. Can you please look after your knee injuries by doing the rehab exercises I give you? Five minutes, might I add, every single day. And then we can start to integrate more exercises to help you. 
but because she knew that she burnt more calories doing jumping and squats and running where they flared up her knees and she couldn't walk the next day, she still believed that she needed to burn more calories. And that was kind of the story that she led down to her kids, eat less, train more, eat less and train more. Even though we educated her as much as we could about trying to actually train the right amount, look after your joints and long-term and actually lose weight in the most amount of food. So maybe we wanna avoid that situation where you can start to learn because when you pass down information downwards and I'm trying to make sure I do that to you guys, learning from my mistakes, that you can share helpful, long-term, useful information so that you don't, and I'm, I really doubt anyone out there wants to you know, send down information that is harmful. So let's make sure we can get this going. So maybe you're a person who has trained too much and how do we identify this? First of all, we need to find out how many days of rest you're getting. And before we do this, I'm gonna go into that another time, later on in this podcast, when you're gonna find out what your goal is. Because if you're training every single day, you're kind of like a dog. And if you've ever done this before, you're gonna throw two tennis balls and they end up trying to chase both and they get absolutely nothing. Identify what time of the season it is or what phase you are trying to chase. What exactly is your goal? Is your goal to become a great basketballer, a great you know, squash player, a cyclist? Or are you actually there to focus on aesthetic-based goals, strength-based goals, training to make sure that you can get the most out of it? Because if you keep trying to chase both of them at the same time, you're going to either A, burn out and not get either of them, or B, you're going to kind of stray to one more than the other. And that may not be where you want to go. So find out what exactly you want to do. For ideas out there for people, if you're training for a special event to look great, let's focus on what things are actually gonna move the needle that way. That's more than likely going to be strength training and rest, along with obviously great nutrition. Because if you start to add another signal into your body to get fitter with your heart and lungs, to get better with trying to no, get better at a skill that is quite demanding, like high-paced basketball, tennis, soccer, wherever it might be. You're not actually going to be able to achieve both of them at the same time. Some people may, but that's a very high percentage of people who cannot be able to do that. So focus on what you want to do first, which is most important. Does it have to be permanent? No, but you need to find out how long do you have. So if you've got 12 weeks to a special event, let's focus those 12 weeks to what that special event might be. So you don't get distracted with other things. This is gonna be the best way moving forward. You don't wanna be a person who's trying to burn fat, lose muscle, or sorry, burn fat, and trying to gain muscle at the same time. You're either in a gaining phase or in a fat loss phase. And that's a great topic for me to talk about in another episode. So I have got that planned in the works, don't worry, if you should bulk or cut. But even just talking about today, find out what you need to do to get to your goal because training multiple ways and multiple facets will burn you out eventually. And what will happen for most of the time is your body won't be able to recover. So we need to find out what you need to do. And if you've got a coach, obviously that can help you out too. Once you've done that, now we're gonna to start to scan the method. So for a lot of people, they think that it's about the training days that matter most, which is actually not quite as accurate as you may think. 
When I'm writing programs for people, the first thing that I identify is, when can you rest? For most people, they think that the training days are more important, but you actually get most of your benefit after training outside of the gym. That's right, you don't actually grow in the gym. Imagine if you were you know, curling a bicep or training your squats and your legs start to grow as you squat. Doesn't quite work like that. Yes, blood flows into it, it looks different, and you get a, you know, some of that blood pump, but the actual growth and benefit happens from when you sleep. This is why we start to actually program rest days first when we write programs. And then from here, we're gonna find out how many days of the week can you train? You're gonna have, say, four days a week, and each of those days will have a different style of training. Now, obviously, this gets into more of the programming side. For those of you out there who want to know this, it's good to know. For those who don't want to write your own programs, well, that's why you have programs that you can purchase. And a good program will make sure that each of those days will look after different parts. So you may have some days where high impact or low impact. This is why I don't really appreciate or don't really recommend programs where you're doing HIIT training and jumping every single day. Because if we're looking at different types of forces on your joints, that's a lot of impact and that starts to build up. We need days where you're even training in the gym, making sure that your joints get some rest, but your muscles can build stability. Now for those people who are listening to this program, we're not really talking about strength and conditioning in the sense of training for programs and sports, but if you happen to be someone who also trains with for a sport, play a sport on the side of your training program, you wanna be looking into this. And this is the same as what I would do for myself. I always make sure I have rest days. I play basketball every single Saturday. So I will make sure that my training works around this. So I try and keep my legs nice and fresh before basketball on a Saturday. That way on the Sunday where I feel like I'm getting a little bit more beat up, I still wanna train, but I'm gonna work on something else because I'm working on my legs when I'm playing basketball technically on a Saturday. So on a Sunday instead, what I'm gonna do is program for upper body days or at least have that as a plan B if my legs feel pretty fresh and I don't play too hard on Saturday. From here, when you have designated yourself rest times, this is where you get the best out of it. And how long should you rest for? Or so should I say, how many rest days should you have? We're looking at probably two to three days, and that's where most people get the most benefit. Now, what are you doing with those rest days? You're not just gonna sit down and do absolutely nothing. This is where you can also put in recovery days and program that as a rest day. So you might only be doing walking, light swimming, social sports with less impact. Those are still considered rest days. But we're not trying to flog ourselves on these days to get a blood pump, to get the muscles hurting. And this is something that I think a lot of people underestimate. This is also why in certain good programs, we're going to find that the phases will change and each maybe four to six weeks, you might have one week where it says, just go a little bit lighter or return to your lighter weights. And that's why it's so important. I know that everyone out there wants to be able to fast forward their results, but it's not actually possible. The only way to fast forward your results is to keep consistent and never stop. If you're gonna burn yourself out in six to seven weeks because you're training every single day, you're not gonna be able to push forward furthermore. So for some days or some people, 
This might mean you have two days of actual training or three days worth of training. Now those training days, you might have to push a little bit harder, but then you have more rest days, like four rest days. And those are the days where you're gonna keep yourself active through walking or anything else that's low impact. If you're keeping on top of your nutrition on top of this as well, this is what's gonna actually move you closer towards your goals, a healthier lifestyle for longevity, and you're gonna see amazing changes in the body as well. So guys, it's so important for me to share this message because I'll always get someone, especially around this time of the year, especially when it comes to beginners, they'll wanna smash it out as hard as possible, but then they'll neglect the fact that they won't be doing this again in 10 to 12 weeks. And the mission was just for 12 weeks, but really when it comes to exercise, when it comes to training, when it comes to health, when it comes to anything along these messages, you should be trying to do this for the rest of your life. Because if exercise and its benefits could be put into a medication and a pill, everybody would be taking it. But we don't need it to, because all we need to do is exercise two or three times per week, do it a little bit safer than you think. There's no need to jump and run unless you feel like that's necessary for your actual goals. But we just need to train smarter, lift appropriately, let, your, let yourself rest, analyze what you want to do with it, because you're gonna have different goals in different parts of your life. And before I ramble for too long, I hope this was useful to you guys. I would appreciate it if you could leave a five-star review on Google uh, Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you may be listening to this to. If you are listening to this as well, just uh, give us a screenshot of you listening it to it on one of those platforms and uh, tag me in your Instagram story, sean.momentum, that's S-E-A-N dot momentum on Instagram. And I'd just like to know who's listening to the podcast and we can have a bit of a chat from there. Take care, everyone. This was a short podcast and uh, hopefully in the future, I might be able to release two podcasts per week. We're just gonna see how we're gonna go for time and making sure that each of these podcasts will give you lots of value. I don't wanna just put podcasts out there for the hell of it. I wanna make sure that I can give you jam-packed, useful information in each of these episodes. So if you have any questions, send it to the email address down in the description box and I would definitely love to help you out with that. Take care everyone and keep building momentum.